what is the world telling us today? In observing the world, we what I see is I see a a whole planet of people trying to solve a problem. There's lots of confusion and conflict and disagreement. But it appears to me that the people who are trying to effect solution to the world's problems have not prepared themselves to be the mediators that bring about solution. The books of wisdom, the paths of wisdom and knowledge, inform us about how to prepare ourselves to be helpers or how to prepare ourselves to be participants in life. So we have these people trying to make the world a better place. And there's no doubt in my mind that everybody has a good intention. Everybody wants to fix the situation. But all we have is this erratic dialogue between groups of people condemning each other. So from the Christian theology, the they evoke a preparedness, uh, an option to relate. It says, love your enemies and bless those that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them that despise you. It doesn't say shame them. It doesn't say yell at them. It doesn't say picket them. It says pray for them, love them. In the Sutta on Effacement, uh, the rubbing away of unwholesomeness, the writing of, or the insertion of morality and uprightness, it says, how is it that we should do things? Not how should the other person do things, but how should we do things? And it says, this is how effacement, this is how uprightness is pursued and practiced. Others will be cruel. We shall not be cruel here. And the reason that they started out with cruelty as on the list, at the top of the list, because compassion or non-cruelty is the basis for everything we do from the heart. All of the groups out there in the world who are trying to correct 
what they perceive to be the incorrectness of, of, of reality. They have a good message. I mean, you know, even Trump says, uh, I just want the U.S. to be safe. Well, that's a good message. But if you don't first align your mind and heart, if you don't first get in touch with your heart, you project your intention through the filter of your emotions. And this is what we've got going on out here in the world. We've got people screaming and yelling at each other, shaming each other, blaming each other. And when that occurs, no one hears the message. No one hears the good intention. They only hear the yelling and screaming. So this is why we should practice the way we should practice. This is why we should employ the instructions of the wisdom paths to embrace ethics and morality and wholesomeness and not get into a yelling match or a screaming match with others. So we shall not be cruel. Others will kill living beings. We shall abstain from killing living beings. Others will take what is not given. We shall abstain from taking what is not given. Others will be, no, well, that's one for me. Others will speak falsehood, but we will abstain from speaking falsehood, from false speech. Others will speak maliciously, but we shall abstain from malicious speech. Others will speak harshly, but we'll abstain from harsh speech. Others will gossip, but we'll abstain from gossip. Others will be covetous, but we will, we will be uncovetous here. Others will have ill will. We will have, we will be without ill will here. Others will have wrong view. We will have right view. Others will have wrong intention. We shall have right intention. Others will have wrong speech. We will have right speech. Others will have wrong action. We will have right action. Others will have wrong livelihood. We will have right livelihood. Others will have wrong effort. We will have right effort. Others will be wrong mind. Others will be of wrong mindfulness. We will have right mindfulness. Others will be of wrong concentration. We will have right concentration. Others will be of wrong knowledge, we shall be of right knowledge. Others will be of wrong deliverance, we shall be of right deliverance. Others will be overcome by the sloth and torpor, we shall live, we shall be free from sloth and torpor. Others will be restless, we will be, we will not be restless. Others will be doubters, we will be, go beyond doubt. Others will be angry, we will not be angry. Others will be resentful, we will not be resentful. Others will be contemptuous. We will not be contemptuous. Others will be insolent. We will not be insolent. Others will be envious. We will not be envious. 
Others will be avarice. We will not, we shall not be avarice. Others will be fraudulent. We will not be fraudulent. Others will be deceitful. We shall not be deceitful. Others will be obstinate. We shall not be obstinate. Others will be arrogant. We shall not be arrogant. Others will be difficult to admonish. We shall not be difficult to admonish. Others will have bad friends. We will have good friends. Others will be negligent. We will not be, we will be diligent. Others will be faithless. We will be faithful. Others will be shameless. We will be shameful. Others will not fear wrongdoing. We shall fear wrongdoing. Others will be of little learning. We shall have great learning. Others will be lazy. We we will be energetic. Others will be unmindful. We will be established in mindfulness. Others will lack wisdom. We will possess wisdom. Others will adhere to their own views, hold to them tenaciously, and and not relinquish them or relinquish them with difficulty. We shall not adhere to our own views. We We will not hold to them tenaciously, and we shall relinquish them easily. Now, I know that that's a long list of things when all we want to do is help the children or all we want to do is help the planet or all we want to do is help the country. That's a long list of things to do first before we even step into the fray, before we even help. But what the world is presenting to us what the world is telling us, what life is telling us, is that if we don't prepare in these ways, if we don't work on ourselves first and purify ourselves first, we will only contribute to and add to the confusion that already exists. No matter how good our intentions are deep inside, they won't translate to good works if we don't first filter them through wholesomeness and good intention. So, learn. Let the world instruct us and guide us in the best ways to help our brothers and sisters in the world find the same peace and happiness and tranquility that we enjoy. There's There's a lot of hurt and a lot of pain going on in the world. And the first thing to do is to prepare to be a good shepherd, to prepare to be a good helper, to eliminate and remove that pain from others. But we have to get our own issues out of the way before we do that. And then we begin. It's not about accepting things as they are. It's not about turning our backs on our brothers and sisters. But it's about qualifying ourselves to be helpful. That's all we can do. And that's a responsibility that we should accept in our endeavor to bring peace and harmony and tranquility to the world. Being able to start out in a space of gratitude being blessed or feeling blessed for being blessed 
understanding how much we have, each of us here in the Stama Hall, how good we have it. There's so much suffering and pain going on in the world. But we have to start from a place of of completeness and wholeness in order to bring healing to others. We can't or we shouldn't inject ourselves into the malignancy that's happening in the world without first making sure that we don't bring any deficiencies with us, making sure that we don't bring any illnesses with us. And the only way we can do that is through effacement, is through learning how to be compassionate and loving to all beings, that we don't encourage anyone to to shame or blame anybody else in the world. Everybody's just trying to get along. It might not appear that way, but it is that way. If we get through the emotions and listen to the message, everybody just wants us to get better. Everybody. Find the ones that your mind has targeted as undeserving of your love and love them first. Whoever that might be, whatever group that might be, begin to hold a place in your heart open for that person or that group of people. Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. That's the only way we're going to solve this crisis. It's not going to be done any other way. If you can't do that, stay on the sidelines. Because we can see that even though we've got a lot of people out there wanting to make a difference, wanting to make a change, wanting to make America great again, if your heart ain't in it, if your heart ain't ready, all that's going to happen is chaos and confusion. Remember the The intention is to begin with wanting to do no harm. Wanting to help comes next, but wanting to do no harm comes first. That means then that if we are faced with or we are engaged in a very difficult situation, that we are overwhelmed by, the first thing to do is step away. To disqualify yourself 
and step away and say, this is something I can't handle because I don't know how my love will fit into this. I don't have enough love to to encourage a healing, to promote a healing, to bring about organization, to bring about understanding. I don't have enough love for that. You have got to be able to encourage both sides to hear both sides and to work together to not to bring blame to the situation not to try to shame the other side not to judge or condemn the other side but to partnership with the other side there's a documentary that's on HBO that has to do with the Mormon religion. Do we have any Mormons here? Okay. And what they have seen happening in their community, in their tribe as they call it, is an increase in suicides by young people. especially young people who are who identify with the gay and lesbian community and they're feeling up to this point they're feeling hopeless because the church is saying that this is a sin this is unacceptable in God's eyes and they're feeling overwhelmed and judged. What this documentary presented was a group of young people who who happen to also be Mormons who are involved in the work of changing that image of unacceptedness, of incorrectness, of sinfulness, of ostracizing people simply because you don't agree with their preferences, you don't agree with their points of view, you don't agree with the way they choose to live their lives. There's got to be an agreement that if we are, if we believe in the power of love, then we also believe that all people are deserving of love. This is the message, no matter where they might be in their lives and no matter what they might choose to embrace in their lives, that they are as worthy of love as everyone else, as you and me. And that love should not be withheld from anybody. 
And if you can't love everybody, then stand aside and let those who can do the work of promoting healing and well-being for all beings of the earth, for all life forms, for everybody, everything, even though we don't understand why they might be doing this, why they might be choosing this, but no matter why or what they're choosing to embrace, they deserve our love and our encouragement. Because if we're not willing to give it, then today is what we're going to have. This confusion, this conflict, this confrontation. These wars, the divisions, disagreements. And everyone is just saying, I'm trying to help. But you can't help if you don't bring your heart. Okay. Is there anyone who doesn't understand? Who has a point of view? Bob? If I see people around me that are suffering, and am I hearing you right and saying, well, you should stand on the sidelines until you uh, match that list, that laundry list that you gave us about all the all the views, the precepts. I mean, I'm I'm far from from there, but I still feel that action needs to be taken in a positive way. Doesn't mean I have to yell and scream at somebody but I can serve people that are suffering and that are being harmed. Would you agree with that or not? Yes. Yeah, as long as as you are talking about helping and you're talking about the willingness to have conversation with others who have different opinions without yelling and screaming, without confrontation, that's fine. Sidelines, then, is it? No, that's not standing on sidelines. It's what I'm saying is the the desire to, or the understanding that I will be involved with people who not necess- who will not necessarily agree with my point of view, but my willingness to embrace them and work with them not argue against them, but work with them in the pursuit of a common solution for all beings. That's all. But if I go on saying that I've got, a, I've got a direction and I've got an attitude and I'm going to run over you or I'm going to try to some way shut you up or shame you, then I don't think that's the way to go. That's the problem on both sides of most of the issues. It's, I mean, you can, you can see and you can feel the anger and the hatred and the righteousness on both sides. Right. So you're wrong about this. You're hurting these people. 
And so I'm going to attack you, your view, uh, uh, you know, from a from a position of righteousness. Right. But I'm still filled with anger. I'm still filled with hatred. And so, and, you know, and, and it's so much worse now because it's magnified by the Internet and Facebook and Twitter and all these ways that people can, if they're not really watching it, can get drawn in, you know, you know, to the to the very most fundamental aspects of our animal nature, and that's what gets the clicks. You know, I mean, unfortunately, you know, I mean that that's that's the most frustrating part today. I think is, you know, if you if you pull up, you know, what's being talked about on the internet, you know, you know, it, it's not the Dalai Lama and Thich Nhat Hanh and you and you know, it's not it's not the wise. You know, they're not the ones getting the clicks. It's it's. Uh, it's those that are, you know, that are that are presenting, you know, these these qualities or these unwhol these unwholesome states that are that that um, resonate mm -hmm. for most of us because of where most of us are uh, today. And I, I don't I don't I don't even know that I have a point. I guess I just I just I find no, you it made a little, good, you made I find it a little overwhelming because uh, it's like how do you how do you turn that thing? How do you gain enough momentum? How do we how do we reach that tipping point where it's not that way, you know? And we don't just end up okay. We have Democrats after November being just as unthoughtful as the Republicans are right now, and we just go back and forth and back and forth. Well, I've been a mediator in this town for twelve years. I see, I have seen countless numbers of cases that were, well, we'll call them disputes, that were rectified by just having the two disputants sit down and talk to each other and listen to each other respectfully. Right. So it's my feeling that the faith communities of this county, for example, could could be the focal point, could be the focal point for bringing people together. And uh, I, I don't know why they're not doing this, but I think it would be something for this community to think about doing, setting a tone for uh, what you're talking about. Well, we are doing that to the extent or to the degree that we are encouraging each of you in the Sangha to go out and touch those that you know but encouraging you to have the alignment that both Mark and you are expressing, the, the willingness to sit down and have dialogue and to listen to the other, not to argue for your point of view. This is what we've got going on now, as Mark is saying. And I think all of us agree that the confusion that we see 
to some degree is legitimate, just people trying to get their points of view across. But there's also a lot of manipulation. And in history, there's always been people who have poured gasoline on the fire, taken advantage of the of the emotions of a group of people to successfully manifest their own agendas, which may or may not be wholesome. When we talk about fascism, this is about stoking the fears and anger of a group of people to encourage them to attack another group of people or ostracize or exclude another group of people. And so we have good people who are being misused by those who understand how to manipulate consciousness and how to manipulate you know, people. And all I'm saying is armor yourself, prepare yourself so you won't be one of those who are being manipulated by the by, by the message, by the violent message. That you are able to withstand that kind of assault and carry out your business of healing and helping and assisting without getting into without being pulled into the the debates and the arguments. That's so all. Just just armor yourself. Just prepare yourself. If you stay if you stay true to your heart, everything else will work out. If you let your head govern you, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. So always leave from the heart. Anyone else? I think it's, and I think it's hard for us to defer to any institutions for that, um, um, for the right perspective, because I think, you know, religion, certainly in the South, in my experience, is as guilty as the politicians or any other formal institution at applying an agenda and an arrogance uh, and a a view that is uh, exclusionary. Um, and so, you know, there, there are a lot of people doing a lot of bad things uh, um, with that kind of a framework as their guide. A bunch of things kind of occur to me and um, questions and, you know, what's the point of speaking and a lot of times that refers to clarity um, and um, then I say, you know, what's the heart of the matter and uh, recently I'm saying, what, what's, the, what's the bottom line, what, what are our actions going to be? Uh, or what are my actions going to be imbued with? And um, 
value and the, the preciousness of the moment and sinking in there and then having dialogue, which usually to me relates to being above the heart, even though I can sense we have a, a connection, um, yet my own experience has been continually caught up in some level of confrontation of um, what am I going to do about a situation that I'm in contact with and having a different choice menu or various choice menus um, uh, usually in the moment ends up going to the head and in some level my own cloudedness or confusion uh, is informing my decision making so to create um, so I guess my question is how do we create a, a tempo a rhythm and a pacing that allows us to touch upon the, the spirit or, or the essence that you can't necessarily be in contact with if your speed of communication is is at a a level that is going to necessitate more of a cognitive um problem solution so so that's so getting into the quality we we want rather than the the, the separation and the emotion so how do, you, how, how do you stay in contact with the feeling? Well, that's the point of our conversation today, is to always make sure that you prepare yourself. The first thing to do is to take yourself out of the equation, to become selfless in your, in your volunteering to be a part of the solution, that you, that you have no axe to grind, that you don't go in there with an axe to grind. Mm-hmm. And therefore you don't, you, you, you eliminate that need to protect yourself or to protect your point of view because there is no you to be there in the first place. Mm. So it's about preparing ourselves to participate. It's about just reminding ourselves that we can't just jump into the fray and expect our intention in and of itself, our, our wanting to make it better, to make it better, that we have to be prepared. We have to prepare ourselves, and that's all we're talking about today. Prepare yourself to be involved. In my own the, rest, the wisdom will come. Okay. The, 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 the wisdom is not our wisdom. Mm-hmm. The wisdom is, is universal wisdom. And the only way that we can enter into that is to be willing to let go of our own our own self-identity. Occasionally, the last three to six months, it's pretty pleasant when I go into a, a situation that might look like suffering and spontaneously some of the qualities just arise um, that are quite different than how I would have felt previously okay. so it's, it's there's some progress <laughs> you're having that realization great so we, we've been working with two different 
techniques of mind training. One being voidness, the other being the application of moving consciousness or awareness to a point or an object that you want to attach to, as opposed to one that's influencing you in the wrong way. So whichever of those two are working for you and bringing you peace and stability, that's what you should use. So everyone, is there anyone who doesn't have a method that is working for them? All right.
What I want you to think about is this. There are lots of groups out there, lots of communities, lots of tribes, who are expressing that God is giving them permission to hate. That if you're not this way, or if you don't look this way, or if you embrace this particular action, then God says to hate you. And we've just got to be very careful about who we're listening to, who we're taking orders and direction from. That if we have a beef or a disagreement with another group because we don't think that they should be killing or invading or taking or not helping, then we can't then turn around and listen to a God who tells us to do the same thing. We've got to develop some discrimination. To decide for ourselves individually what we think is best. Now, of course, we've already had instruction that encourages us or gives us a method by which to evaluate whether we're on, whether we're going in the right direction or not. And it always says this. Think about what you don't want people to do to you. What you don't want to be done to you. How you don't want to be thought about. And if that resonates in your heart, then make sure that you present that same relationship with everyone else. The golden rule. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Take your God out of the equation and just practice what you preach and practice what you believe. That will carry you far if you treat others the way you want to be treated. May all beings be liberated from suffering. May we be well. May we be happy. May we be peaceful. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.